Welcome to the Beauty and the Vlog podcast. I am your host, Erica Vieira. Beauty and the Vlog is a number one online community and weekly podcast dedicated to supporting content creators and influencers in beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle. We provide insight into the business, branding, SEO, content creation, and more of what it takes to be a successful online influencer. We've got influencer interviews and in-depth discussions to help you achieve your goals and see results online. To get the most out of Beauty in the Vlog, make sure to join the Beauty in the Vlog Facebook group and check out our Beauty in the Vlog website for show notes and more. Also, if you're new, then welcome and please make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single weekly episode. So sit back, relax, and prepare to learn, have fun, and be inspired. Let's go. Well, hello, beauties. Erica here with another interview for you. So I'm doing something a little bit different with this podcast episode, and I'm going to be talking all about podcasting. So I know that a lot of you guys have asked me questions offline in the Facebook group, email about podcasting, podcasting just getting more and more popular, and more and more people are jumping on the podcasting bandwagon. And I've just recently received a lot more questions from bloggers, YouTube people that are thinking about starting a podcast. So I thought I would have this episode and to add in on the fun, I am joined by Ashley Johnson, who is a podcaster as well. And we were connected because she's actually a listener to the podcast and is a member of the Facebook group. And we've just gotten to know each other. And so we thought, why don't we do a podcast episode all about podcasting? So her podcast is called Your Morning After. Make sure you go check that out. And I will we'll put a uh, the link in the show notes of the interview. I was actually interviewed by her on her podcast recently. So I will link that up. Make sure you go check out the interview and show her some love. But uh, I thought this would be a lot of fun. I like podcasting, obviously. I've been doing it for a couple of years and I definitely think it's a very great platform to get on. And so we dive into what's good about it, what's not, how to get started, equipment. And I did take some questions from the Facebook group as well. So before we get into the interview, I did announce last week that I am opening up the wait list for the mastermind, which will be probably, I'll probably open it up officially, the mastermind uh, in the new year, sometime in January. But I am collecting names right now for the wait list. And if you're interested or you want to just check out what it's about, I have some information on my website. You can go to beautyinthevlog.com forward slash work with me, beautyinthevlog.com forward slash work with me. And you can check it out and fill out the form and apply to be added to the wait list. And like I always say too, if you are a longtime listener of the podcast, but you're not in the Facebook group, you're definitely missing out. We do a lot of fun stuff in there, a lot of supportive people and just a lot of supportive threads as well, checking out each other's content, but in a hopefully more organic, genuine way. I really want the Facebook group to be a community and less a place where people come and drop their links, which I think I've been successful in accomplishing for those of you guys that are in the Facebook group. Hopefully that's how you feel. But anyways, uh, you know, enjoy this episode about podcasting and I will see you next week. Well, hello, Ashley. Welcome to the show. 
Hi, Erica. I'm, I'm so, so happy ex- to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you. And for those of you guys listening, Ashley and I met because you're in my Facebook group and you're just an awesome member. And then I know that you have a podcast and you know, we talked about, you know, being on each other's shows. So I'm on Ashley's podcast. So make sure you go check her podcast out too. Yeah. And, um, and we thought it would be fun for you to just get on here and for us to talk podcasting. Cause I've never talked about podcasting on the podcast before. And I know that, you know, I have some of my audience and people that are thought about starting a podcast or they even have started a podcast. So we're just going to talk all about podcasting today. So Ashley, why don't you give us like a brief uh, kind of background on how you got into podcasting? I know you've had a couple shows and you know where you're at, you're at now with it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm initially from Minnesota and I moved to South Florida when I started dating my now ex-boyfriend, but I moved there. So I moved halfway across the country and me and my friend, we were talking, I think somewhere like on a Skype or something like that. And we were having a conversation and, you know, because we hadn't seen each other, we would have these really long conversations catching up on life. And I would talk to her about any relationship issues or anything that was going on. And I must've recorded something to the computer on one of our conversations. And I went back and I found it maybe like months later and I listened to it and I'm like, oh my God, this cracks me up. So I just uploaded it and then some people started listening to it. So then me and my friend just literally started recording our conversations as we were, I was in a relationship, she was single. So she was telling me about her dating stories. I was telling her about my issues. And so many people kind of just started listening. And it wasn't one of those things that And I hate when people say this because I know it sounds so cliche where it's like, oh, I didn't mean to make it happen. It just did. And now I'm making a million dollars. (laughs) It was was one of those situations. And people, I guess, resonated with it. It was real. We weren't really trying to promote or sell anything, I guess. And that was my podcast, Unedited Living, Mm. which is really, we didn't edit anything. Nothing was cut out. It was really poor quality, but (laughs) it worked. And then I ended up after that, after a while of doing that, it became really personal and, oh, it just got real crazy online. People just started going nuts. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do your morning after we still talk about our personal life a little bit, but we also focus and cover other podcasts and pop culture and dating and all of that. And I know, Erica, you're usually always about the niche and I really don't have one. It's like all over the place on my podcast. <laughs> your niche is you. <laughs> I, I, I'm breaking your rules. <laughs> uh, so how were you able to get your audience from the first podcast? Like how do people find you? Because podcasting is a little bit different than like, you know, YouTube and places where there's like a search. I mean, there is a search engine and in, in, in iTunes, but it's just, it's not as robust. Well, okay. So what I think what initially started happening is like my friends started listening to it and then they would tell their friends and then it kind of started growing that way. But in the same time, I, I do digital marketing and I've done marketing and advertising for a career. So I was doing this for other clients and for me to learn, I kind of used me as like a test. I used my account to see what works and what doesn't instead of using like a client's account. And I kind of started growing a following really just by playing with different techniques. And then I kind of had somewhat of a following when I started the podcast. So that helped. And then I think maybe I had like 
uh, I don't know, maybe like five or 10,000. No, probably about 5,000 followers combined. And they were pretty loyal. And and then it jumped from there. On what what platform did you have the followers? It was on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. So you found that when you first started the podcast, you just went out kind of to your existing followers and then they, um, they kind of followed you over there. Yeah, I think now with the how podcasting is, I think it's it can be marketed in so many different ways. When I started it, nobody even really knew what a podcast was. So I'd have to like grab people's phones and say, this is how it yeah. works. Subscribe to my podcast. I mean, nobody there's it's still surprising how some people don't know what a podcast is. Oh, yeah. But it's getting up there now. I think they say like it's like almost like 45 percent have at least listened to one episode of a podcast, which is crazy, though. I, I live off podcasts. I I'm always listening to one. I know. I love, I love podcasts. I, I do. I, I think what has helped is with Apple and the iPhone that it automatically built in the podcast app. So I yeah. think that definitely has helped. It is because I, my mom, she has an Android and she struggles. She mm-hmm. hates, it's not as easy for no. her. No. I don't know what site It's not super user friendly. And I'm like, oh, with an iPhone, you just have that app. It's so easy. It's so easy. I know. And, and I think it's been great. But, but you're right. If you don't have the iPhone, I'm always like, and I have an iPhone. That's how I listen to podcasts. And I'll be honest. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I, I know Stitcher is on an Android. Um, I mean, I don't know how else to explain, explain or where else people would, how they would listen to it. Yeah, you know, unless you're like using like a certain platform, like I'll use Podbean, it'll be kind of where my host is and people can go on there. But it's a little tricky because if you're trying to create numbers and downloads and reviews and all that kind of stuff, I feel like you kind of miss a market there a little bit. On Podbean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen it. And I, I, I think I'm on there. I've had people say they found me on Podbean and I'm like, oh, uh, oh, really? Yeah. But I, I don't host with Podbean. I, I host with Libsyn. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And that's probably one of the ones I'd probably recommend to people when you're, especially when you have a lot of people downloading because some of these platforms won't hold. I know mm-hmm. when somebody's maybe initially going to go into podcasting, they may think that they won't have a lot of listeners and maybe you'll start that way, but eventually you'll probably get a lot of listeners. So you want to have a host that can support that. Yeah, I know. I, I've, I've heard that about some of the, some of the other ones. So you said you kind of played around with a bunch of different ways of, um, you know, growing a podcast or getting an audience, you know, being in marketing. What have you found have been the best ways? I think, you know, doing other people's podcasts, I think just even, I think it's doing other, I really like doing other people's podcasts because if you're doing podcasts with people that relate to you. Let's say like true crime. Like I love true crime, although my podcast really has nothing to do with that. I see a lot of these true crime people doing each other's or they'll do collaborations. And I feel like that's really where people I see the most where it, where it grows. I think collaborations are mm-hmm. really, really important. But I also think that honestly, I think the number one thing I would say with if you're thinking about doing a podcast, I would say you want really good sound quality because Every, it takes just a couple seconds for somebody to find your podcast and click on it. And it only takes them a couple seconds to never come back again. So I feel like you have the opportunity for so many people to listen to your podcast. It's just whether or not they're going to keep listening or come back, if that makes sense. Yeah, or subscribe. Right. Mm-hmm. 
How long have you been doing your podcast for? Um, so I started it like I want to say at the beginning of 20. I mean, it's been a little while. It's the beginning of 2015. And then I took a hiatus when I had my baby in November of that year. I think I took like at least four or five months off. And then that was 20. Yeah. So then I started again like mid 2016. And then, you know, I've been doing it like really consistently since I'd say like since then. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you have been doing, I feel like now, nowadays, like there's so many people that have podcasts now. Yeah. I think that's been doing it for a while. I, I, I love podcasting. I love talking. I do too. I, I love it. I love talking to people. I love interacting with people. And like what I love about podcasting um, versus like being on YouTube is that I, I don't have to spend forever like setting up a set and like getting ready and, you know, putting my makeup on, even though I love makeup and putting it on, but I just don't have that time because I've got, you know, I've got the, the two kids and I just got a lot going on and I just don't have that time, but I still want to be able to connect with people and talk with people. And, and it's, I think podcasting is a great way to do it. I mean, I love the medium. I mean, I love it. I love listening to podcasts and I love having a podcast. I think it's so, it's so much fun. I've met so many people. I agree. I don't even know what it's like to not have podcast accessible. I me, ne- me neither. Listen I, I to a podcast it. the second I get in my car. Yeah, I, if I didn't, if my phone's about to die, or if I can't charge my phone or something, I will go well out of my way to make sure that I'm listening to a podcast mm-hmm. when I'm driving, or even when I'm falling asleep. Now I've gotten into this really terrible habit where I need to fall asleep listening to a story, and I've been doing this oh, for like wow. three years. I can't oh, even wow. remember the last time I fell asleep in silence. I'm a crazy person. I love podcasts. I listen to them all the time. I also switch. Like I'll do Audible too. Like I really love like because I'm in like a book club with my my uh, with my girlfriend, and so I always do that. You know, once once a month I have a book. Right now I'm doing what am I listening to? I'm listening to The Handmaid's Tale, the book. So that's like our book club book. So I kind of go back and forth between Audible and podcasts. But I'm the same way. Like I have to have something going on all the time. Like I'm listening to something because I'm such like an information junkie that like I'm constantly wanting to learn and learn about things but but you've got me on the sleeping thing I've got I, I have to like it has to be like silent like I actually wear earplugs like I can't go to I wouldn't be able to fall asleep uh listening to I know I'm I'm I usually I like really 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 quiet or like a fan or something going I think how it started though is because when I broke up with my boyfriend you know like when if you're going through like a breakup or you know when people go to sleep if they're like really stressed out and they have yeah. all this stuff going on in their mind yeah. that's I think where I was at that point and I'm like you know what I just needed a distraction when I'm falling asleep and then I got into that habit then all of a sudden it was one of those things that I would turn on a podcast and like five minutes later I'd fall asleep and now I'm stuck in this habit so what Pretty are, I mean, since you're such a podcast junkie, what are your favorite podcasts? Okay, so I like Juicy Scoop I with... Love Juicy Scoop. Oh, oh my God. That's like, for those of you listening, uh, it has, Juicy Scoop has like, it's like a pop culture podcast and uh, the host is Heather McDonald. She's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm so picky about podcasts because I have my own podcast. I'm so right. picky about interviewers because I'm just, I kind of just hold people to really high standards just because... I just, I just feel like I can't listen to a bad interviewer. Like it drives me crazy to listen to a bad interviewer. And Heather just kills it. She's so good. And she always has really good stories. There's these stories that she comes up with is, is so good. And, and she's not fake. She's not like, she'll call somebody out or she's not not like overly manufactured. 
she like I just like she just says what she thinks and uh, her accents are hilarious when she imitates the housewives because Juicy Scoop for those of you listening is like she talks a lot about like housewives she has a lot of the, the Bravo housewives the housewives of New York or Orange County if you watch that franchise of shows I'm obsessed with the housewives it's such a guilty pleasure of mine it's like yeah it's so bad I mean she'll have people from the bachelor so a lot of reality stars and then she'll randomly have like random celebrities but they kind of have to be juicy like they have to have like that's what she said juicy it has to be really interesting or really like I don't even know how to explain it. Like, how would you? Yeah, she had like one of her people from her Facebook group who did like a jury duty or something like that. And it was like this crime thing on how this girl went through this whole situation. It was crazy. And then I think last week she had um, Anna Nicole Smith's doctor when oh, he was like going to trial. Oh, it's just all her stuff is so interesting. I will say one thing, though, and this is just me being like you, I'm very critical when it yeah. comes to podcasts as well. I sometimes I, I listen to people's voices and if they don't have like a good voice or if they're too close to the microphone and I hear that popping, yeah. it drives me nuts. And Heather does do that sometimes. And I, I love her content so much. I forget about it. Sure, yeah. But if somebody's too close to the microphone, it turns me off. And I, I know that some of my content and on my podcast, Sometimes we just like have to do it on a whim and I get, I, it just kills me to upload a podcast that doesn't sound perfect. Cause I'm so crazy about it. I don't want to hear a cup setting down or anything. I, I want really good quality. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that I think that's one most, imp- like the most important thing I can say about anybody wanting to do a podcast is quality. Mm-hmm. Make sure the sound is good. Yeah. And I told Erica, you've got like a really good voice, oh, like a really you. good <laughs> thank you I it, it's so funny because I was telling Ashley offline uh, I was like you know I've always felt like I had an annoying annoying voice you know you listen to your your voice like randomly like oh and then and then when I started the podcast and that was actually one of the things I was like kind of insecure about I was like oh my god well people don't like the way I sound and then people were like oh my god I love your voice I'm like oh and I, I got it multiple times I'm like well okay maybe that's not something I need to worry about then <laughs> Honestly, I listen to so many different podcasts, and I have to say, you probably have one of the best voices. I, really? I, oh my god! Yeah. thank you. Yeah, I, and I'm not just saying yeah. that; like, you really do. You have a really, really good voice. That's why I like listening to like true crime podcasts because mm. they're the journalism is so good. Dirty John, did you ever watch? No, the- okay, I haven't done Dirty John yet, and I've heard oh. so many things, and I specifically have not listened to Heather's podcast about Dirty John because. I know it's going to be good. I just haven't had a chance to listen to it. Everyone's talking about Dirty John. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, I feel like you. it takes like an episode or two to really get into it. But it is. It's really good. It's almost like a Real Housewives like Vicky and Brooks type oh. situation. Like, oh. I don't know. Faking the cancer. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's insane. It's yeah. literally insane. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what else other than... um uh, Juicy Scoop, Dirty John. What are some of your other favorite podcasts? Okay, so I like um, the Skinny Confidential. I know that I had brought that up to you. You haven't listened to that, but I think that you two, um, you guys are a lot alike. Mm-hmm. I think you and Lauren Bostick or Lauren Everett. Um, they talk a lot about like marketing, fitness, health, and wellness, and things like that. And her and her husband do the podcast together. Yeah, I gotta check um, them out for sure. You know, I would listen to like um, Jackie Schimmel, The Bitch Bible. Uh, with her, though, 
when she like reads off, like when I can tell that she's reading. Yeah. And I think if anybody's looking to do a podcast, you know, just be yourself. I feel like some everybody's trying or they think of a podcast that they really like and then they try to do the same thing that that podcast is doing. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that my, my first podcast was really successful and that was literally just two of us girls talking about life. And so many people could relate to that. But then when you over-prepare, I feel like that can be a problem. And people can read through that. They can see right through it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, if you're going to be starting a podcast, it really should be something that you really enjoy talking about and that you know a lot about. Because otherwise, you really shouldn't be spending that much time preparing. Unless, like you said, there, you know, maybe there's like a special circumstance you need to get facts straight and certain things like that. But, you know, for me, I mean, I, I'll, if I'm not familiar with the guests that I'm going to have on, on the show, I'll, I'll watch a couple of their videos and that's it. Like, I, I don't spend much time at all preparing for it at all. Just because I like to go, off of just my guests and kind of what they give me. And I have like a set of questions that I try and ask like on every show just so there's some consistency there. But yeah, if you're not excited or passionate about it and uh, people are going to sense it and it just will come off as like just to produce. Like it just won't be fun to listen to. I agree. And it's also like when you do have, if you do have guests on there, if you, you want to learn about your guest, I guess, with the audience. So you're listening and hearing it rather than you doing all the research and you already know all the questions. That's a really you know? good point. You know, that's a that's a very good point. And that's actually something that I think subconsciously I've done is that I haven't wanted to know everything about them ahead of time because I want it to be fresh. Like when I ask them these questions, I don't want to already know the answer. Like I want it to be like, like you said, I'm discovering this with my audience. And, and then I think from there, then I'm able to have the same kind of questions and that that my audience is having. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's like me and my friend Lindsay, we do our, our podcast together and we will usually like if we're about to go in and tell each other a story, we're both like, no, 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 don't tell me. Wait yeah. till we start recording. Tell me on the podcast because then you'll actually have my instant reaction or my real reaction. I don't want to hear the same story twice. Yeah. I can't fake a reaction. We're doing that nonstop though. She's always like, oh, I have to tell you about this date. And I'm like, no, 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 wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Wait. <laughs> Heather, um, Heather DeBros, did you watch um, Real Housewives? Uh, what was she on? OC, uh, right? She, OC? she was on OC, yeah. She has a podcast as well. I, I like her podcast. She's She's got like a nice voice as well. Really? I listen to her. You yes. know, I haven't listened to her podcast. I know that. So here's one thing I would say if you're thinking about doing a podcast. Um, you know, with, with Heather McDonald, she has like a crazy, insane Facebook group. And I mean, her Facebook group, I know Ashley, you're on there because we see each other on there commenting yeah. and stuff. I think there's like 20, 70,000 people in her Facebook group. And like, it's like hardcore. Like these people are like serious, like Bravo fans, reality TV fans. And then they just, they're, they're like serious. But I think that's the one thing, like if you're going to have a podcast, it's really nice to have somewhere else where you're going to have a community because podcasting, you don't have that instantaneous reaction like you do with YouTube. Like there's no place for people to like, like this podcast episode or leave a comment about it unless they go onto my blog or, you know, so you don't have that, that reaction. So having a Facebook group is a nice way to really connect with your audience. And that'll help you also figure out like your content and what they want and what they're looking for. And, uh, so that's just like kind of one thing that, that I, I want to recommend to people that have a podcast is like try and get, you know, a Facebook group or something, some kind of community somewhere built around your, your podcast. 
Oh, I completely agree. And, you know, even like Juicy Scoop, Heather McDonald, she's a really good example because then, so she came and she did, uh, I went and saw one of her shows in Minneapolis. I think this was like last year. Yeah. Mm, And after, after the show, it was at a casino and she was sitting at the bar. So me and my girlfriend, we went up there and we had a drink with her and I was asking her, this was when she was with podcast one still. Mm. And I was like, so have you ever thought about doing like a Patreon group or Mm. doing like two shows a week and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And she's like, you know, I don't know. And then it was just really crazy because now she has a Patreon group, which for people that don't know, that's a platform where she puts extra content and people can pay like a dollar or $5, $10, $20 for, for more episodes. And she's really created a significant amount of profit just on her Patreon alone. Oh, really? And it's like, yeah, I think she's got like, I don't know. There's a, there's several thousand, maybe a few thousand people that are on there. And the, the minimum that people can pledge is $5. Yeah. And a lot of people are pledging 20. So you think you have several thousand people paying 20 bucks for an episode. That's insane. Yeah, that is, that that's an, it's per episode. Well, 20 for the $20 tier, you get one full episode extra a month. I pay $5 and I get like 15 minutes every week. Mm. So I don't know. It's, Hmm. it's, it's different. I, I, I'm, like I said, I always am running out of episodes that I'm listening to. Yeah. Always. them, And I don't know. I have has a lot of people came to you and asked about doing a podcast. I feel like so many people have asked me about that. What do you mean? Like how, how they can start a podcast? Yeah. Like so many people, I feel like so many people nowadays want one or they feel like they, it's kind of like the YouTube thing. They feel like they need it now. Yeah. And then they also think, is it oversaturated or is there, everybody has one. So is it even me, is it worth me even having one? And I think it's really therapeutic to be honest with you. For me, it it was, I felt like it was my therapy. I was just talking out all my issues and problems. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I love it. I, I, I get it. people asking me a lot uh, about podcasting and, you know, they'll like kind of DM me or email me and, you know, I'm more than happy to give help and advice on, on podcasting, but let's jump into some of the questions on the Facebook group too, uh, while we're at that. So, uh, I posted this in my beauty in the vlog Facebook group, like, you know, what questions you guys have on podcasting. And so, uh, the first question is uh, from Angelica, and she wants to know about mic microphone options. So what do you use for a mic? Okay, so I use the Yeti microphone. Okay. And before that, I was literally recording on my tablet. I was just mm. getting close to the speaker and recording, and that's how I started it. And people seemed to be okay with it, but then I got the Yeti microphone, which I think was like, I think around $200, but there's so many different options for microphones that you can use. Yeah. What do you use? I use the, uh, Audio-Technica ATR 2100. And I think that's like 60 bucks. It's like really, and I've had it like forever oh, and, nice. and it has like a really good warranty. So like if it breaks, they'll just send me a new one. So I just, I know the Yeti is supposed to be very good, but I've just had this one and it's worked great. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, see, and I used to use my tablet and I I was like, wow, it made it so much easier when you have a microphone because in order to get your voice into your computer for recording, you need a microphone and you don't have to spend a lot of money on a microphone and then you don't have to be super concerned with high quality, but the better the quality, the more professional your audio will sound and that's really That's important. Yeah. Um, And then um, uh, where do you edit your podcast? I do it on SoundCloud. 
Oh, you I, do. I know that there's probably other places that are better, but I'm, I just want to do something that's easy. And I don't feel that I have to do a whole ton of editing, mm-hmm. but um, I do it on SoundCloud. I, I used GarageBand because it was just you know, free I, on my, my Apple. <laughs> I was like, I'll just use this. Okay, so do you think GarageBand is user-friendly? Because I tried it and I felt so confused when I was in that program. You know, I don't think it's the most user-friendly, to be honest, but I don't do really intricate, really, you know, complicated editing. I keep it really simple. So... I agree with you. I don't think it's like super user friendly, but it was just here on my computer and I just started using it. And, you know, when I do my solo episodes, I record directly into GarageBand and that makes it easy. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's, it's worked okay. I, I don't know if it's the best thing out there to be honest, but I haven't tried anything else, but it's free and I had it on my computer. So. So then where do you initially record from? Do you record from your laptop and have your microphone to your laptop? Is that how you do it or how do you Yeah, do the... so if I'm doing an interview, I record the interview on Skype um, and I have something called Ecamm Call Recorder, which you have to pay for, and that records your Skype phone call. And then um, I upload that file into GarageBand and then add my intro and, and outro. But um, that was before. Now I actually have a podcast editor and and she's great um, just because I, I just wasn't able to do it and do everything else. So, uh, but I was doing it myself for a really long time up until like a couple months ago. But yeah, that's what I would do. I, I, and if it's a solo episode, um, I just record direct, and it's all on my computer. I record directly into GarageBand and, you know, my microphone's connected to my computer. You know, seeing that you do YouTube, this is, me and my friend, we did this a couple of times on, I, I don't have like a successful YouTube channel or it's not even anything to look at, but one time we we did a podcast and while we were recording it, we put it on YouTube. I'm like, why don't we just film ourselves? And because we had a lot of downloads and a lot mm-hmm. of people were like, we want to see your setup or take a video or mm. something. So we did a YouTube video of our podcast. And I think that's probably my biggest, I think I got the most views on that. I mean, mm. literally, I think I have like a thousand subscribers and I don't even know how that happened because I think I have like four videos yeah. <laughs> on YouTube. But I had um crazy. There was like fifty thousand views on this and I wasn't really promoting it. We just did that. So that might be something fun. If somebody has a YouTube channel, maybe you could like record yourself doing a podcast. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know, know some people I mean some people do it. Uh I had Saren Serene Wu on my podcast and I was actually on hers and on her YouTube channel she actually has the podcast episodes like recorded and and all that. So and I know uh, another YouTuber who I had on the show, gosh, I'm blanking on her name, but her, Eileen, Eileen, and she, her, her channel and podcast is, I can never pronounce it, uh, Lavender, and she, she does the same thing. She like uploads it onto her YouTube channel. So, uh, that's idea. I don't mm-hmm. think, that's interesting. I didn't really think a lot of people did, did that. Or listened and, to I mean, it on Kind of like YouTube. a different situation. I like that. Yeah. You know, I first started doing that on my, on, I had a YouTube channel where I first started uploading the actual videos. Like I, I would record the interviews and we'd have the actual like video portion of it. And I really liked that in the sense that I was really able to connect with my guests. Cause like you got to see them during the entire conversation. And, but the thing is, I found that I just got way more downloads on in the podcast. Like people would watch it on YouTube and I had some people that would, you know, find me via YouTube, but I just ended up just getting more people listening on the podcast. And for me personally, because of my schedule and my time, I just couldn't do, I couldn't do it all. I couldn't do the video and, you know, and the audio and all that and the editing for both and all that. 
So oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so next next question. People want to know where do you host a podcast? We already talked about that. Uh, I use Libsyn. You you use what is it? Pod. Uh, I use Podbean. Podbean. I think I'm. I'm my- I think I want to switch platforms, but it's kind of a pain. Yeah, it's and a pain. I can't imagine switching now. Ugh. I know. I don't. I don't think I can. I almost. I'm almost at that point where I feel like I want to like create something completely new. I know that a sounds so crazy. Yeah, you know, I feel like I just want to go in. I'm one of those people that I just want to like share my life and talk about everything, mm-hmm. but. I feel like I need to kind of bring it back in and really focus on one thing because it's seriously become so overwhelming when you're trying, because when somebody's going to go to my podcast, they don't really know what they're going to get that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm surprised I even have listeners at this point and it's worse, (laughs) but I I would honestly, if I was, I've seen what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I've seen I've done the trial and error a million times. And I will say that one, sound quality is super important to being consistent and posting on a certain day. I hear that Tuesdays and Thursdays are typically the best days to mm. upload podcasts. Oh, interesting. Um, you know, the thing is, though, is every all the people when I'm actually thinking about it, except one, I think out of the 20 podcasts I listen to, all of them come out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And if somebody would come out with an episode or an, a podcast on Monday or Wednesday, I'd be listening to it. I think Juicy there, Scoop. No, isn't she, isn't Monday, she Monday, 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 Wednesday? What's that? Isn't Juicy Scoop Heather Monday, Wednesday? No, she does hers on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, she does. Oh, see, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I didn't know that about the Tuesday, Thursday bean. I just picked Thursday because I've always liked day. Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. That's interesting. Uh, all right, let me see some of these other questions before we wrap up. Okay, does it cost anything? Yes, it costs to, to that's like, it, the cost for podcasting is pretty limited, just buying your microphone and your monthly uh, hosting service, which isn't much. I, can't, I don't even know what it is for Lipson. Is it like 15 bucks? I think that that's, I pay. Yeah, mine's yeah. 14. Yeah, it's, okay. So that's, that's around that. Yeah, um, it's, pretty, it's actually, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I think podcasting is a lot less work than than YouTube. Oh, I I a hundred percent think it's it's a lot less work. I (gasps) I I think it's way less work. I mean, I know because I work with YouTubers. I know the amount of work it takes. I mean, I have my mastermind. I I know, Uh, but I think it's harder to get found with podcasts versus having a YouTube channel. That's the only thing. So you you how are you are you are you found like what? sources do you use to get out there more? Yeah. So, you know, I'm just starting to do the, um, like you recommended, I'm just starting to do like where I'm going to be on other podcasts. So I've actually just started that like this last month, I'm kind of like, um, being interviewed by other podcasters. So that's something I'm, I'm hoping that'll kind of expand the audience. Um, but I think so far it's because it's such a niche podcast Beauty in the vlog. Well, one versus my guests, you know, my guests, that's like an obvious one. Like whenever they share it with their audience, like I get like a big boost and that's always been really great. But, you know, I think because it's so niche and such a specific topic, it's a lot of it's word of mouth. Yeah. You have a, you, like I said, I listen to so many different podcasts and I don't know any of them that are specific to yours. You know, mine is like a lot of people are doing what I'm doing. Not very many people are doing what you're doing. So I think it's awesome. You've yeah, got you, a really good market. Yeah, but you can but you can grab more people though. Sometimes, you know, you can have a larger audience where mine is a very niche base. And there's there's value to both of them. 
But I think for yours too, you know, I've listened to yours and you just got such a, a great personality and people want to hear your take on, you know, the, the latest pop culture things. So, yeah. And I think it's just like, honestly, being real and authentic. Mm-hmm. I think if you're trying to be or trying to like, you can't be shy. I yeah. think that you can't really like hold back and you have to be kind of vulnerable sometimes and you have to be a little self-deprecating sometimes. And you can't, if you act like you know it all and you act like you're trying to make it perf- like perfection, you're going to fall flat. Yeah. It's people aren't going to, they're not going to want to listen. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cause this is, I mean, podcasting is, you know, usually it's, you know, 20, 30 minutes, if not mine or longer, just because I can like go on and on with people. But, um, know. you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a long time to kind of fake it if you're, if you're really not being genuine to yourself. So like you said, people, I, people won't like that. So Ashley, it's been such a pleasure having you here on the yeah. podcast and talking about podcasting because we've never talked, I've never talked about podcasting. And, and if you guys want more episodes like this, I can always bring Ashley back on and we can probably talk for hours on podcasting. Um, so if you guys like that, you know, let me know. I thought I would, I would uh, talk about this because I've had a few requests, but you know, go check out Ashley's podcast. It's awesome. Um, where can people find you and your podcast? Okay, so you can go to your podcast app, Your Morning After, and new episodes are up every Tuesday. So Erica did my podcast, so I asked her a bunch of questions about YouTube, so you guys can find that. I'll probably get it up, Not, I I probably will put it up on Thursday just to get it up sooner because it was such a great episode. And Yeah, by the time, so if you guys are listening, by the time, because my schedule is a little bit different, by the time you're listening to this, my podcast episode with Ashley will already be up. So I'll link that in the show notes and in the email newsletter and all that so you guys can head over there and check out my interview and then also check out her podcast too, like all the other stuff that she's she's talking about. Awesome. And then, yeah, Ashes to Ashes on Instagram and Twitter. Ashes to Ashes, T O O, three O's. <laughs> awesome. I'll link that too. <laughs> All right, Erica. Ashley. Well, thank you so much. It's been so much fun talking to you. I know. We could talk forever. I it's know. Amazing. I feel like that. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thanks, bye. Well, that's it. That's our episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. And if you stayed this long, do me a huge, huge favor and leave a review on iTunes. Five stars would be amazing. It helps more than you know, helping other people find the Beauty and the Vlog podcast. Also, make sure you check out beautyandthevlog.com for all the show notes for this episode. And if you're not a part of the Beauty and the Vlog family on our Facebook group, Make sure you join for lots of support, collaborations, and questions and answers for anything related to being a content creator on YouTube. This is Erica, and I will see you next week. Mwah.